everyone, and welcome to another episode of the CVCS Chapels podcast. This morning, we're bringing you the elementary chapel from this week, which comes from Pastor Seth Ebel. Seth is the pastor of discipleship at the Shoreline Church in San Clemente, California. Seth Ebel spoke at CVCS two weeks ago with the message, God Honors Our Faith. This week, his message is called Moses and God's Rescue Plan. We hope you enjoy the episode, and thank you, as always, for listening. You guys are awesome. It's awesome. I love worshiping with you on Wednesdays. Um, Chapel speaker today is someone who's come here before. He does an amazing job. I love how he just speaks God's word and makes it super applicable. He's going to talk about one of my favorite parts of the Bible in the Old Testament. He's come to bless us, but we want to bless him as well. So let's give an amazing Eagles welcome to Seth Ebel. Awesome. How are you guys doing? Good. You know, Mrs. Day said something that was so good at the very end before we started worship. She said, we need to have this attitude of gratitude, right? And not only does that rhyme, it's very true. What I've actually also heard said is that we need to guard ourselves with gratitude. We just talked about gratitude. Gratitude is essentially what? We just sang a whole song about it. What is it? What's gratitude? Being thankful. Nailed it. That's, that's it. It's, it's being thankful, and when we guard ourselves with gratitude, that means we wake up every morning and we go, what are 10 things that I can be thankful for? We find that maybe the, the bad mood or the angry mood or the kind of upset feelings that we were feeling before start to change, and God's word is very clear about that. It actually says in Philippians chapter 4 that we are to think about things that are true and right and pure and lovely. And all of a sudden you start rehearsing who God is and his faithfulness. And you go, I don't feel so bad like I used to. I actually feel pretty good. I feel pretty optimistic because I'm remembering that Jesus is amazing and he has blessed me in all kinds of ways. So I just love that. That could be the whole message this morning, but we're going to go one step further. Um, last week, Mrs. Day talked about one guy in particular. Do you guys remember? Abraham nailed it. Good to see you. Um, talked about Abraham. And it says in the New Testament and it says in the, in the Old Testament that Abraham believed God and it was credit to him as righteousness. He trusted God. See, oftentimes, you guys, we think that we're supposed to have our act together. We're supposed to live these just kind of like perfect, good Christian girl and boy lives. And that's what is going to make God happy with us. Nothing could be further from the truth. What makes him happy is trust. It's a heart attitude and disposition that says, God, I believe you. Even when things feel scary, even when I can't see, even when I don't understand the outcome, I'm choosing to trust you. And God says, yes, I love that heart. I love that attitude, right? And so today we're continuing the story of the Bible, which by the way, this is amazing, you guys. You are going through the entire storyline of the Bible in chapel this year. Do you guys realize that? 
So I want to encourage you, take it upon yourself, man, I want to learn the Bible this year. Like, I want to know from cover to cover, from Genesis to Revelation, what is this story that God is telling? And what we come to today is an amazing story. You guys know it. It's Exodus. It's Moses. It's the people of Israel being freed from captivity in Egypt and and onward with the journey. But leading up to this, so you had Abraham, right? And God promised Abraham. He made some promises, didn't he? He said, I'm going to make you a great people. I'm going to give you a land. Your your name will be known throughout all the world. And we know, you guys, that through the line of Abraham, who came? The one that we worship every Sunday. Jesus. And by the way, Jesus is very often the answer. So just go with it. Jesus, right? So, So through that promise came Jesus the Messiah. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. So The people of Israel, they start to multiply. Abraham has kids. Abraham has grandkids. Abraham has great-grandkids. And uh, one of his uh, grandchildren is named Jacob. And then Jacob has how many sons? Famously, he has 12 sons. That's right. 12 sons, and they become the 12 tribes of Israel. And this is really the beginning of the nation of Israel as a people. And they multiply. At the end of Genesis, you have the story of Joseph. We're not going get to all, get all into that. But basically, they multiply, they multiply, they multiply. And then all of a sudden, they find themselves in slavery in Egypt for 400 years. And they're crying out to God for deliverance, and they're asking the Lord to free them from this oppression. Well, then all of a sudden, God raises up Moses. And so what we're talking about this morning is Moses and God's rescue plan. Take a look at this verse. We'll put it up on the screen. Exodus chapter 6, verse 6 says this. Therefore, this is God talking to Moses, okay? Therefore, Moses, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. And guess what? This is exactly what he does, okay? Um, You guys probably know the story, but there are 10 plagues that come over the land of Egypt, and God is bringing about these plagues because Pharaoh continually hardens his heart against God. And he continues, says, continually says, no, I'm not going to let these millions of free laborers leave. They're slaves, right? Because d- does he want to, to keep them all in slavery? Of course. Why would he want to keep them all in slavery? Why do you think? Yeah. <laughs> to build the pyramids? Well, that's interesting. We don't know for sure. Maybe, probably not. But they're, they're kept in slavery, guys, primarily because this made life easy for the Egyptians. This made everything perfect because everybody, all the uh, Hebrew people were their servants. They had to do anything and everything they asked them to do. And so, of course, he doesn't want to let them go, right? But God has other plans. And so, through these 10 plagues, and you guys remember this, the Nile River gets turned to blood. Frogs show up everywhere. Giant hail falls from heaven. 10 crazy, crazy. They're, they're some of the most amazing miracles in all of scripture, and they're recorded for us to learn exactly what happened, right? And so continually all this stuff is happening, 
And Pharaoh continues to harden his heart. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to let them go. Until finally, and this is tragic, but the very last plague, the very firstborn child in every Egyptian household wakes up in the morning or doesn't wake up in the morning and is dead from the youngest to the oldest. And so Pharaoh, right, Pharaoh's youngest child is dead. Everybody in the land, there's, there's this massive, horrific plague that comes against them. And it was God's judgment to say, you need to let my people go. So finally, Pharaoh says, okay, I will release them. And he lets them go. And they're heading toward the Red Sea. And then, of course, because Pharaoh's Pharaoh, he changes his mind yet again. And he goes, never mind. I want them back under my power and control. And so he sends the entire Egyptian army to go chase them. And what famously happens? Do you guys remember? They get to the Red Sea. She's got it. You had it. Yeah, what is it? That's right. God parts the water, right? So can you imagine? I mean, honestly, you're, you're, you're with millions of people, and you come to this great body of water. The Egyptians are attacking you from behind, or at least, you know, on your trail. And then you're like, okay, God, really? This is where you led us? There's this huge body of water ahead of us. But all of the sudden, the water begins to heap up on either side, and the Israelites walk through on dry land. They are delivered. It is miraculous. It is amazing. Go home and read in your Bibles the entire story because it's, it's absolutely chilling. But God rescues his people. And you guys, for us, there are some incredibly important lessons tucked within this story, okay? So sometimes we go, okay, this happened 4,000 years ago. What am I supposed to learn exactly from this? Well, I want to I give you guys a few things, okay? Number one, God hears you even in the toughest times. We need to be reminded of this, don't we? That we serve a God who listens. Revelation actually says that he collects the prayers of the saints, like in bowls. So when you pray to God and you think, oh, this is just no big deal. I'm just thanking God for my cereal this morning or whatever. God actually hears that, and he hears the sincerity, the sincerity of our hearts. And so God hears you even when you're walking through difficult times. Can you imagine how abandoned and forgotten the people of Israel felt? For 400 years, they've been in slavery. They were praying to God, God, deliver us, right? Generation after generation after generation. And God was waiting. See, God does things differently than we do them, doesn't he? Because is he smarter than us? Yes, is he's infinitely greater, infinitely smarter than us. In fact, in Deuteronomy chapter 29, 29, it says that the secret things are for God and for God alone. But what has been revealed is for us. So there are certain things that only God knows, and he's never going to reveal to us because we couldn't understand it anyway. It would be a little bit like trying to explain the internet to an ant. How do you think we could do that? We couldn't do that, right? That's how far the gap is. God is God and we are not. So God hears us even in those toughest times. Look at what Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 says. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Guys, you have to remember that. That no matter what, God is with you. Jesus said it clearly in the Great Commission. He says, and I will be with you even to the end of the age. It's pretty awesome. The second point we learn is that God wants to use you even if you don't feel special. 
Who likes talking in front of groups? Or more, more importantly, who doesn't like getting up in front of a group and having to share or talk or give a report? Yeah, it's scary, right? It took me a while to get comfortable doing this sort of thing. So, okay, hands down. We don't love that, right? Moses is recorded in the scriptures. He goes, God, I don't love that either. I'm not someone who wants to get in. In fact, I don't think I talk very well. And God's like, I'm not going to accept your excuses. <laughs> God's like, guess what? You may not think you're special, but that's not what is important here. God says, I'm God, you are not, and I'm going to give you the power. You're going to be the person that I am choosing to use. And guys, isn't that amazing? Because so often, I know I think, well, I'm not as talented as that person, or I can't speak as well as that person, or I don't know enough, but God comes along and he says, I want you exactly as you are. In fact, you're the very person I need to accomplish what I'm seeking to do through your life. Isn't that encouraging? I love that. Final point, and we'll end with this. God delivers you so that he can develop you. So oftentimes, guys, we walk through something difficult. We walk through something hard. And if you remember the story of the Exodus, they get through the Red Sea. And is that the end of their troubles? Are they finally in the land of milk and honey? No. In fact, they end up wandering for another 40 years. But you know what? God needed to do something in them. Listen to this, you guys. God cares more about your character than your comfort. Let me say that again. God cares more about the person you're becoming, your character as a person, than he cares about your comfort. He loves you. He's not going to put anything too difficult upon you because he knows that you will trust him in the midst of it. But he's working on you, right? And so we have the opportunity to cooperate with him, to realize that even as he takes us through storms in life, even as he takes us through difficult things, he actually is doing something beautiful in building our character, in changing our attitudes, in making us become the boy or the girl that God wants us to be. Isn't that encouraging? I love that. I, 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 I rejoice in that fact because it means that God's not done with us. So you may feel like, man, is God still being patient with me? Absolutely. His patience, we, we don't even understand how patient he is, and he wants to do amazing things through your life. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much for these incredible boys and girls. Man, I just see their hearts. I see their um, courageous spirits that they desire to please you, to honor you, to walk with you, Lord. And I pray that we would take these lessons from Moses today, that we would be people who um, don't shrink back, that we step forward in confidence knowing that if you're calling us to speak um, or to do something scary, but you're in it, then nothing can stop it. So we love you, Lord. We thank you. And all of God's children said, amen. God bless you guys. Good to be here. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cbcs.org. 
On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.